0: Episode 224, am I shouting too loud? I don't know how to do this. Uh, Episode 224, No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, as always, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. I uh, showed up today, uh, It's two days after Election Day, and I thought that um, I was just going to talk to Tim Slagle and then got an awesome surprise when he brought friends. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Brian Miller and I. We do our podcast every week, Rule of Three. TM. And, uh,
1: <laughs>
2: what? The per- TM, the perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you am
1: getting bugs, I'm working. It. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> and, and so we, we did it. And then uh, also Emily Galati is in town.
0: Yay! Awesome.
1: And she came in and did our podcast. And then you came in, and it's, uh, what the heck? Uh, We've got nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah. I love this awesome surprise. So well, thank you, guys. Tim, you and
2: I have probably been on No Laugh Track
1: Every boxes. time, every time, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think every time uh, since uh, since we did our first podcast, yeah, we've done it together. This is like nice six or seven. But <laughs> Obviously, this is the first time that we've done that. that you've done a podcast with with,
0: with three comics. It's never happened. Oh, yeah, I know. So not yeah. Not only have we never done it, but I showed up not knowing we were going to do it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and I looked at all your notes and I felt really bad. you did
0: so much research. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I do too much research, no matter if it's me with three people or me with one person. So that that doesn't matter. At all, but the first thing that uh, I want to talk about is the thing that uh, we were all here for. I didn't even know you were here, Emily, on Sunday. I didn't see you. I didn't
3: see you either. No,
0: well, we were both here, but for the uh, 25th anniversary That's a, party yeah. at Acme here, which was amazing.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, there were several hundred people here, so it's yeah, no surprise that you didn't didn't. Uh, a lot of people didn't see other people. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, I actually heard someone today. It said. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry I didn't see you at the party and the other person said oh no I saw you <laughs> yeah we talked for a while you were a little drunk
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we did see each other yeah, <laughs> well,
0: Wait a minute Wait a second So I didn't get a chance to uh I didn't obviously didn't talk to either of you I left Before things got crazy from what I'm hearing Did we talk? I don't think we did No I don't no, think not, I saw you mm-mm, Not at all but you did a great job emceeing Tim Oh thanks it, so. it, was, it was great
1: it was so much fun I spent a couple weeks uh, reminiscing, going through my head, thinking, trying to come up with stories for every uh, every, every comic I introduced. Uh-huh. I, I, I really got a kick out of telling those.
0: Yeah, you yeah. could tell. And then um, even uh, even reading Cy Amundson's <laughs> intro when he was done. <laughs> 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 yeah, I totally I totally
1: botched that. I, I, I can't remember what was going on. I, I think I had to rush to the stage. I think whoever came on before him surprised me but, uh, started breaking down in tears and what well, ran off the stage I think is what some, something like that happened it was someone bailed early I can't Oh, remember. really I, I, the yeah, one it, person
2: who kept the show running kind of on time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah the one person who knew what the light meant
2: <laughs> yeah I only went over by a
3: minute and a half <laughs>
0: technically it was supposed to be what ten minutes seven seven
3: yeah I stuck to my time, which was zero minutes. I did not go over at all. I did not go on stage and force my way. You
2: added twenty seconds to my last joke. <laughs> it's you true. wrote a tag that added time, so technically you were part of the problem. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna blame you oh, for that. Man,
3: I'm sorry.
2: What was the joke? I forget. The, the so the Trump joke about the beauty is my wife's insight, by the way, which is. I'll do the short version of, you know, Dick Cheney used to do those fenced hunt things, remember, right? Where right, right. he oh, right. had the birds in a cage, and then they would just kill the birds as soon as they came out of the cage. And it was my wife's insight that that is exact... Dick Cheney's fenced hunts are the exact same thing as Donald Trump's beauty pageants. Where he has a bunch of helpless little creatures locked up in a cage, and then he just <laughs> preys upon them before they can get too far. <laughs> and, uh... And I've been doing... turning that into a joke, and then, uh, I didn't have an ending for it, and it was Emily who came up with the, the line, uh... I think you misunderstood, Donald. It's supposed to be fenced... Hunt.
3: That's not how I said it, though. I said it the very bad way. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then
3: I replied, and then, "I can't say that.
2: You can. That's your word.
1: That's not my word to say. Oh, no, no. I think it's funnier when you don't say mm-hmm. it.
3: Oh, yeah, and he rephrased yeah. it. He rephrased it. It took a moment, and he rephrased it to the way you can get through it.
2: Because but... you cracked me up when you said it. Yeah. But I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> when we were talking about, earlier, Emily and I writing together, one of the fun things about writing With you is that there's sometimes there's jokes that just work better from a a female perspective, Mm -hmm. or it's a perspective that I would never. It was a premise I would never have gotten because it's like an inherently you got to be a woman to get the idea. But I get to kind of play around with those ideas. I could never say them on stage; it would sound ridiculous. Yeah. But so it's fun to kind of get your perspective on that for my jokes, but also to get to play around in that. You know, there's been lines I've written where I'm like, this is funny, and I think you should say it, but yeah. I, I would never I would never say this.
3: I remember one was that, that you kept trying to get to work forever, and you're like, is there something wrong with this line? I'm like, I think it's hilarious, where like, women can't break the glass ceiling. Uh, Have you tried knocking it down two at a time? Yeah, that's right. And, like, I, yeah, I love think... that line, and I was yeah. like, well, not could it, and I remember, I do even remember tagging this, I can't believe it, that... Uh, Well, we're not that good at team sports. We've only been allowed to play sports since the 70s. Yep. And you're just like, it doesn't work. Yeah. But I remember loving that concept, and you were like, it doesn't work. Am I I being anti-women? I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's
2: a genuine insight. Yeah. That 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 one also goes down in history is my other insight that will I'll never be able to make work that you could if you make this work work it, which is I'm all for equality and ladies you should work for it but you're going to have to stop taking your birthday so fucking seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just can't take you seriously when you're that excited about your birthday in your 30s. <laughs> um. <laughs> that does not meet with a happy response when they do it on stage, so especially <laughs> like all the girls there for their birthday yeah. with the hat and the matching shirts and it's like thirty-seven? If you're that excited about thirty-seven? It's not even I brought enough. ten
0: people tonight,
1: to
2: <laughs> No, I bet that, that yeah, yeah, a good Definitely can't be a
1: golden birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. you're past the golden
0: birthdays. <laughs>
3: You ever said that one to me. But I do
0: remember two at a time because it made me laugh. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that one never worked. I was going to say going back to uh, Sunday that I thought at one point Tim was the best dressed here. Oh, yeah. You can normally not top a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Do you own the tuxedo, by the way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have rented a tuxedo. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it just... Uh, uh, I, you know, you get, you get older and you realize what gets done in a tuxedo. Uh-huh. And, and I've, I've been able to rent a tuxedo
2: in, in years. I <laughs> <laughs> but I think especially as the host, I think that, that's a good look. Yeah, no, I thought, I, I thought it would be. Because it, he's the show-up.
1: But yeah. w- what's, what's, what's funny about it is, is, is I've got a couple tuxedos. Oh. And, and uh, uh, occasionally when I'm doing, you know, like an event, uh, uh, last year I did a Christmas party. And I have a red tuxedo and it's like perfect for the uh, red tuxedo, perfect for the event. So I put it on and all I did all night was uh, uh, people would ask me where the bathroom was and what time dinner is (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) be. It it really is funny how how, how what was once considered a, a, a classy look now makes you look like
2: service. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Because in America, now the only people who dress up are the ones forced to by their employers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the rich guys are in exactly. and sandals. Exactly. The
1: <laughs> only people who wear tuxedos anymore are, are, are waiters and waitresses mm-hmm. and maitre d's and and, and valet parkers. Yeah. Nobody. That's what I was thinking, somebody working a door somewhere. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, this, the actual look of a tuxedo, the, the classy look of a tuxedo, I think, it has, has been lost in our culture. And it uh, it disappoints me a little.
2: You have to be James Bond or uh, working the door to strip club. That's the only two. <laughs> <dude. laughs> There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And if, and if I was younger and cute, people would probably say, "Oh, look at somebody ordered for the bachelorette party." <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got That's awkward. actually a pretty good stripper costume It's a full tuxedo Not just the bow tie, but full you tuxedo like,
0: You like that one?
3: Sure, yeah
0: <laughs> red, or, red or black
3: I'm very into a man in a well-fitting suit <laughs> I
2: had an audience member off, try to pay me $150 to come take off my clothes at the bachelor party after the show one time here what? I was like, you don't know how much you don't want that. <laughs> that <is> so <laughs> They were like, no, oh, we really want you to come with us, but you have to take your clothes off. Full Monty. Wait, were
3: you supposed to tell more jokes? What no, I was to supposed
2: do? to just dance around and take my clothes off. Hey, I can't dance, so it would have just been me taking my clothes oh, off. Oh, that would have been the problem. Oh, it would, but it's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
3: <laughs> what's the parallel that gets them to that?
2: I have no idea! Oh,
3: they just thought you were cute.
2: They're like, well, he's yeah. on stage and he doesn't have a lot of money. There's a light.
3: What a bad stripper outfit to show up be an open mic comic and be like, Bo, wait.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me unzip my
0: hoodie and <laughs> They only had it halfway down. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brian, I uh, wanted the shirt that you wore <laughs> yeah. uh, Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the... Uh, was that glitter? What do you, what did, you know? What well, it, you, it was what it so was. shiny, I don't even know what to call it. It was them. amazing.
2: I think I left the shirt in the cab, by the way. I <gasps> no! Know oh,
0: what, I know where to get another one made. Lickety split.
2: I'll just yeah, go get it But done. not the original. Well, no, it'll have to be some some uh, Armenian oh. cab driver's wearing a shirt around uh, <laughs> proclaiming his community superiority. To an oh,
1: oh, my God. You know what might happen? It might happen that there might be, like, an earthquake in Haiti. And that, <laughs> <laughs> that, shirt, <laughs> that shirt might end up on the evening news. It's like, yes, uh, the Lutheran missionaries have brought a ton of clothes here for the refugees. And there it is, still funnier than Nate Hampshire.
2: <laughs> so funny. So he, the story goes back to when Nate and I were working here. And he, I got promoted right before him. Mm-hmm. And for, like, a month, I was a feature and he was a middle. I mean, it was no time at all. But I think Lewis probably did this to mess with us, or Derek, or both. Uh, to mess with Nate, especially. They put us on the same show together, so that Nate had to MC for me for a week. And so, to carry on our prank war, I made my own shirt, a very crappy little shirt, funnier than Nate Abshire. Ha ha ha, you know. Um, and that was, like, three years ago, and so I decided I would call it back. So I went to have this shirt made at Haterproof Tees in Minneapolis. Uh, and uh, it's, like, a hip-hop clothing store. And I was just going to get a shirt that said, still funnier than Nate Abshire, white letters, same one. And I was telling the guy behind the counter what I wanted, and he goes, nah, man, you need those letters to pop. <laughs> and, I said, I to pop and I said, what are you thinking? And he pulls out a shirt, and it was like R.I.P. Biggie, 1977. <laughs> has got whatever Biggie's birthday is worth. So I said, make
0: me the Biggie shirt, but what are these words? It so was a reproduction of an R.I.P. Biggie's love shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the only brighter, you could have done brighters if your shirt had a, like a plug-in. And yeah, the, and had an actual a, light. An extension cord. And,
2: and you talk about the shirt ending up in Haiti. The original plan of the prank, because I had a lot of people ask me if they could get funnier than Nate Abshire shirts. And you know, being a comic, we all know t-shirt. We have we work with t-shirt printers and stuff. And um, my initial plan was Dolly. to... Do we? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, are you asking me or the IRS? I, I, no, no. Uh, <laughs> so my initial plan was to get a really cheap run of those shirts and, uh, uh, and give them out to a few friends. But I was going to go, Nate lived at the time on Lindale and Franklin, and I was going to go donate boxes of them to all the homeless shelters around Nate's shirt, Nate's neighborhood, because I figured it'll be a matter of time before he just sees some homeless guys walking around right. with these funnier-than-Nate Absher shirts all around his neighborhood. But my wife said I couldn't do that because I was, quote, using homeless people as props. I got a story like that. <laughs> I, got, I got I got a story like
1: that. It, it, it is uh, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention the guilty parties. Just saying, Aamir. Yeah. No, well, well, no, no. It's actually it's actually a club. <laughs> oh, and, and, and they, they used Nate Apperly's. <laughs> yeah, uh, comedy knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, essentially, what happened was they uh, uh, the, the comics. The, 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 the condo was attached to the club. It was way in the early days mm. when they when they didn't really care how much you drank of their booze. Mm. And, and uh, the comics brought some hookers back mm. to the club and had like an after hours party at the club. and the club owner coming to work the next day coming down the street that's that's notorious for hookers. They all have the comedy knuckle shirt on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Souvenirs.
1: <laughs> yeah, is apparently the comics gave them all shirts and they were all wearing them up, up and down the street and, and and he had to he had to get out and and negotiate with them. It's like, "No, no, no, I I I just want the shirt." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I want you not to be wearing this shirt. In <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh I love that also proves that comics will push merch in any situation <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> what have they collected yeah. <laughs> there's one there was probably one hooker with a you look fat when you cry Pete Lee t-shirt and the guy
3: sold
0: shirts to everybody
3: they take off the shirt's
0: the feature shirt <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, Tim one of the things that that um, like you said, you were spending time writing these things up about, uh, you know, the intros for everybody that performed Sunday yeah. night here at the club. You mentioned when Doug Benson, surprise guest Doug Benson, came up. You said that, uh, you oh, the, the San Francisco comedy competition. Yeah, something, and then uh, that you were the pothead and he was a corporate comic. Is that what you said about him? Am yeah. I remember, yeah, it was, yeah, it was true. It's, it, it's, I mean, he came
1: on stage, he came on some stage in a jacket and tie. And 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 I was uh, I came on stage in uh, dreadlocks and a leather jacket, and now now here we are twenty three years later. <laughs> I'm in a tuxedo introducing him in a hoodie. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and now there are still pictures of you uh, that exist online with the dreadlocks and all the different hairstyles of Tim Slagle. Did did he erase the internet of everything before Pothead Doug Benson? I you know, I've he, never seen. I've heard other people say that. That he kind of changed characters. I've never yeah. seen proof of that.
1: You know, I, I I don't know. I don't you know. I, I don't know if it's like me. That you, you know, for me it's funny. So I have the pictures on my website. Right. You, you can go. You can. There's actually a place there where you can go and you can look at all the different haircuts. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was. Cause of. Yeah, because because for me it's funny. I don't know that you know. I don't know that he's because you know a lot of clubs like this one it, it, and they think it's funny. Uh, I, I don't know if you saw the eight by ten they put out of me. It's uh, it's it's from like 20 years ago. No. It's, it's a black and white eight by ten, and it just it just it's 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 hilarious because uh-huh. it, I, I do I look nothing like that anymore, and, and uh, so so there probably yeah, there's probably clubs that do have his him and his uh uh you know in that look, but they but he doesn't you know him himself it doesn't that's not you know that's just an old eight by ten that sure. I don't use anymore. There there was one oh here's a story on uh, Nate Apshire. Uh, uh, actually, uh, got a toupee. What? It, again, I'm not going to name yeah. the comic. we're just going to call Nate Apperley. Yeah. yeah,
2: none yeah, of these stories from here out are about Nate Hampshire. Yeah, you know, yeah. Okay. yeah, so got a toupee. Okay, so
1: Nate Hampshire got a toupee. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> his, <laughs> agent, what you got there? his agent, his <laughs> agent, his agent had to call around. Oh. And call all the clubs and send him a new 8x10 and said, you know, could you please take down all the bald photos of Nate Abshire and put this this one up instead? Yeah. and
0: and. and uh... <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> or we had this little sticker you could put over it.
2: <laughs> oh, like a decal. Yeah. It's a hair decal. Uh-huh. You, just, you stick it on there <laughs> like and,
1: a Mr. Potato Head. I, yeah. bu- I bumped into Nate a few years later. And, <laughs> And, and and he no longer was wearing the toupee. He had finally he had finally come to terms with his with, with his hair, and, 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 and it was just so funny. I looked at him. I go, uh, um, I, I I kind of thought he knew I was in on the joke. And I and I saw him, and I said, Oh, I I remember, uh, I remember last time we worked together, you had a full head of hair, and that was you know he didn't realize that The first time I worked with him, he was bald, and then he had hair, and now yeah. he doesn't have hair anymore. So I said, Last time you had a full head of hair, and he goes. Honest to God, he, he goes, well, um, I work with a lot of kids who have cancer, and so...
3: Wow! <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like, Nate. What a scumbag <laughs> excuse. <laughs> I well, know. I'd just say you went bald. Yeah, It's not like, it's like you went bald because you did something wrong. <laughs> it's not a punishment for a specific
0: crime. Yeah,
1: it's I I can't believe how much respect I lost for Nate that, uh...
0: Wow, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Nate shot. <Henshye. laughs>
2: Bro, Nate. He's going to be the comedy Jesus, just taking on everybody's sins. Morning. And I
1: guess, I guess there's a bounty. There's another thing. Speaking of old eight by tens, there's a bounty on Jimmy Pardo eight by tens. Is that originally Jimmy Pardo's first eight by ten? He wore a Saturday Night Live T-shirt for to, to have his eight by ten picture, and he was, you know, he was never no had anything to do with it, right? And, and, and apparently, he he will pay like uh, like a hundred bucks. For if you find one of those eight by tens and steal it from the club, and uh, and send I, it to the ten. pictures around
2: online, I've seen the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- was that was he trying to be clever marketing wise, or was that just a mistake? Or don't know, yeah. don't know. I just heard the story about the bounty. That's really funny. <laughs> so I, yeah, I didn't really talk to Pardo about you know <laughs> if there really is even a bounty. Was, yeah. uh, well, juicy. I got I printed my headshot on that cake. Did you see the cake, Justin? I, I online I did. That's what yeah. I, yeah for Douglas movies. That was my I don't know I was. I woke up at like 3 in the morning and I just decided it would be funny to have my old headshot printed on a cake... And give that away as a prize. I, but but then I, I called him and I was like, is this funny? Because I just did this and I think this might be really stupid. I said, I don't know, go ahead. It went over well, but I was like, this is kind of stupid. At one point, Benson asked me, Are you the kind of guy who likes to rub things in? And I said, Well, Doug, I had my picture printed on a fucking cake. Oh, so <laughs> what's your Doug Loves
0: movie ex- experience? It was
2: great. You should go listen to it, and uh, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but I feel very good about my performance. Okay. All right. I've been talking smack for years years that I wanted to be on the show, because I'm a big movie guy, yeah. and that I would do well, and then Kermit and I were walking in, Kermit Apio was also on, and he yeah. said, to, man, I'm nervous, I don't really know anything about movies, and I said, why are you nervous, no one expects you to win if you don't know about movies, I've been I've been smack talking for yeah. years. Kermit told me he's a big fan of the show, and is a big listener, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he did great, he was, uh, him and Sean Jordan were both my, uh, were both good competition, Jim Toos was really funny, he's also on the show, but... Jim knows a lot about th- a lot, a lot about a lot of things, but none of those things are movies. <laughs> 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 oh, perfect yeah. setting for that. He wrote a book and was like chagrined. He was like, "I feel dumb. I just brought this book. I wrote. I'm like, you wrote a book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good prize. Yeah. yeah, I baked it or no, I bought a cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't make the cake. <laughs> oh, true story though. Yeah. When I went to get the cake, um, I was just
3: gonna ask you to tell this.
2: I, I went to, I got it from one's and Byerly's in uptown, and, and I ordered it, and uh, I came to pick it up. And I said, I'm picking up a cake for Brian Miller. And the woman looks on the thing, oh, and she pulls it out of the thing, and she looks at it, and then she looks at me, and she says, Is this your cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are the chances that's not my cake? I, in the moment, I wish I'd been smart enough to say, No, no, that's not the one. I don't know what You should have been, What the fuck is this cake
1: doing here? Oh, my God, I've got a surprise. They, they planned a surprise party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've just ruined the surprise party yeah, I was flabbergasted by that response <laughs> Oh, it's so funny <laughs> I'm going to need some ID before I give you this cake, by
2: the way And then, what I didn't think about then was I had to take the cake from the that side of the bakery Through the crowded grocery store to the aisle Or the checkout, pay for it And as I was walking down the aisle You're carrying a big cake with an open top Natural curiosity, people glanced down people would glance and then look back up at me and I was getting some weird looks from all the the people. (laughs) And then I get to the thing and I put it on the register and it was like two 16-year-old boys and the cake rolls down and the guy looks at it and he goes, dude! Awesome! (laughs) 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 Thanks, (laughs) fellas.
0: Like, these guys are probably the demographic I'm trying to amuse. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Tim Slagle, how did you get so many I Voted stickers? I saw that on social media. Do you have a do you have a strip of them somewhere? Uh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I, I just a little prank I just thought it was funny just chicago style voting when, when, when I when I voted they weren't paying any attention they left the roll of stickers right there <laughs> yeah.
2: you stole the roll of stickers no I didn't steal a whole roll <laughs> just
1: enough just, just enough yeah then about <laughs> then every couple hours I posted another one it was like oh man they I, I love being in a state where there's no voter ID And then it's like boy you think you know then after four it's like boy you think somebody would notice that I already have a couple of these, yeah. and uh, uh, there was actually a polling place down the street from here.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and actually, I even got you know one picture of myself in front of a sign that says "Vote Here." Yeah. To make it, some people, some people, I think some people bought it.
0: Most people, most people figured that figured it was a joke. I I'm used to. I remember they were normally like hand it out, like give it to you. When I went on Tuesday, they yeah they were just like in a little cup. I could. And in fact, when I grabbed it, you know, when you don't really pay attention, when you just like three of them were in my hand, and I was actually like, oh, I could. Well, somebody watch. Should me. I not take more than one? Is this? Uh, I'm gonna put it back. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want any Nate Apture came up to me. <laughs> <laughs> Said, uh, I, I assume said, this is the real one. No, no. no. still that still, <laughs> that, still that, still <laughs> that.
1: And, and, uh, and, and said, uh, uh, those aren't Minnesota stickers. And I Like, okay, yeah, caught me. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought about it. I said, I wish I would have. Because uh, when, when, when Emily first saw, him, saw it, 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 she said, "How did you vote here?" So, yeah. so, it kind of fooled you for a minute. But yeah. would have been, been better if they actually were Minnesota stickers.
3: But you're yeah. also in Minnesota. You're at this club so much. I was like, maybe he does have residence. <laughs> I was.
0: Your mailing address is this basement. Yeah. It's... The first time I t- sat down on the podcast, you know, four years ago, uh, t- Tim's first appearance. I one of the first things I said to him was about him living here, and he's like, "I've never lived here." Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you? Huh? What? You know what?
1: really? Well, well, here's the thing. This is the interesting thing. I've been I've been coming here for 25 years, twice a year at least. Yeah. So so I've been here. An entire year. Wow! Yeah. Yeah, I've actually lived in top but, but it's kind of weird because it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Doctor Who episode, <laughs> because because I'm here for one week and then a half, six months later I'm here for another week, and and, and and what's really weird is is I forget that changes occur in those six months be, be, between when I go away, and, and, and I was talking to one of the managers had left, and we're sitting there talking. He said, "Yeah, he's been gone. He's been gone for three years." I go, "No, he's only been gone a couple. He's only gone about a month." Mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, there's that time travel thing, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wow. It's actually been three years. So it's uh, yeah. For me, it doesn't it doesn't
0: feel like twenty five years. It feels like I've been here a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that. That's yeah. That's a weird way. Or interesting way to look at it. But you're right. You're absolutely. Right. Is this the
2: club you've worked the most, or Zanies be over that because you live in Chicago? Boy, that's a tough. That's, that, probably this one the
1: most because with Zanies, I I, I was doing all of them, so I was mm-hmm, I, sure. I, I was getting a lot of I was getting a lot of weeks from them. But I but I wasn't you know it'd be downtown one week, it'd be Mount Prospect, and no, which is not longer there, and mm-hmm. Vernon Hills, which is no longer. So I mean, I, I even did the rooms that are no longer there. No. They uh, uh they even had clubs in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Did the, not? The, when I first when I first moved, yeah, and they uh. They decided they decided they needed to consolidate because it was too hard to run uh run clubs that uh Nashville survived but uh, yeah. but the other two did not
2: is Nashville booked by the same is no. it kind of the
1: same consortium or is it a, that's a different group from what I've heard yes it, it kind of is they, they, it, they, they, they there's a different different booking philosophy so it is. They are they are separate entities, but there's but they're still both zadies
2: right? Yeah, they're, still, they're still owned under
1: the same umbrella,
0: I believe. Right, but I've never worked Nashville or even know who the contact is in Nashville. Yeah, I don't
3: even know.
0: I want to get into what uh, before you because obviously you guys were recording your uh, the Rule of Three podcast. Yeah, I mean, there was something you guys were just kind of getting into. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's continue. If you oh yeah, we were talking here, about if you don't um,
2: uh, we were talking about and Slagle said he had a good story about this too. Uh, the interesting phenomenon of, of having to tell a of comedian friend that their joke isn't good. Nate Dabshire. <laughs> this time it actually no, it's not Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this time it is. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it does happen. And, and, the, and we we're saying the thing is that when you like, if I didn't like somebody and I thought their joke was bad, I'm not going to say anything. Like I'm going to let them go about their business of telling bad jokes. I don't like them. It's not you know. I would only do that to somebody I really liked because I would. I've only done it a couple times where you go man you gotta usually it's a tag or
0: something too it's not usually the whole <clears throat> joke sometimes ours we just go you gotta quit I'm going to ask you something from my uh, point of view, which is not from, you know, I'm not a comic. Yeah. So when you're talking about this, are you saying, like, if Emily came up to you backstage here and was like, here's this joke, do you think it's good? Are you talking about those situations or situations where you're in the back of the club watching Nate on stage? <laughs> yes. Over yeah. and over again. Over and over,
2: right. And here's the thing. If you see somebody blather some stupid crap in an open mic, it doesn't matter. You know, we're all just working on stuff. But when you realize, oh, they've lashed on to a joke that's not good, and they're, gonna, they're keeping telling it at pace shows like be it it's that's a, a really bad idea or usually it's just that like it's usually it's gonna like hacky. like you know a lot of people do that joke like mm-hmm. you really shouldn't do that joke um yeah i can think there's certain there's certain jokes that come up just over and over again my my personal pet peeve is uh any four hours or more if you have anything even, in your act that refers to four hours yeah or see more, a doctor yep yeah or yeah, a, yeah yeah see uh you yeah, see a writer yeah! Immediately. And if you don't know which member of your group is the person who does that, oh. it's you. Oh, yeah. oh God, that is my <laughs> least. I mean, you see, you see, sometimes really good comics still slip that in, and I'm like, no, oh. no. Oh man. I'm,
3: I'm, I don't like. Uh... I know what you're thinking. I look like blank had a baby with blank. Or blank ate blank. Yeah. If you're fat, it's
2: blank ate blank. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. Those ones
3: I don't like. Nope.
2: I hate that. I hate that. And I used to do a joke like that, and some people told me to cut it out, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. I, w- I worked with uh, uh, Nate Absher on the road once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that now he's going to hate both of us. <laughs> I have a Nate Absher
3: story, too. <laughs> <So> I'm, working, <laughs> Nate
1: Abshire. I'm working with Nate Absher, uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and this is not the real Nate, by the way. Um, <laughs> and and uh, he—he—I had never seen his act before, and it was the most hack act I have ever seen in my life. It was—it was unbelievable. It was like everything, everything that you that you that you that you seen people do is like I can't believe you're doing that. And, and uh, at the end, like 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 third or fourth night in, he comes up to me. And he says. Uh, you know, you never, you never told me what you thought about my act. And I went, no, no I, <laughs> I'm, you know, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm sparing you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you wouldn't ask.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, then, then I had a couple of drinks. Uh huh. <laughs> this is the middle of every
2: single story, by the way. Something, I
0: had a couple of drinks and the story. <laughs> Uh, maybe I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and now? And uh,
2: I, I,
1: I don't know why I, I thought it was a good idea, it, 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 but I said, you know what? I'm going to do this kid a favor. <laughs> and I told him exactly what I thought. And, and I have never—it's—it's—I—I I, I could have hit him with a baseball bat, and he would have been hurt less. And it, oh and no! Yeah, I—I I, still—I still think back at that. I go, what the what the heck was I thinking? And and, and I was telling this to someone, and he says, you know, if it ever happens again, just say the crowd loves you. Yeah. That's uh. My buddy Matt. was a matter what I think you yeah. killed.
3: And you're not close friends with Nate Abshire. That's, I, that's <laughs> yeah, why. Yeah, no,
1: no, I just met Nate Abshire.
3: Yeah, so that, I mean, that's different. Uh, I feel like I pitch, if I pitch jokes to you and I'm like, I feel like it's hacky, and then you're like, yeah, I don't even, I don't even care about the subject. Like, there's nothing there that even piques my interest, or like, or I've heard something similar. I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. Like, it doesn't yeah. hurt my feelings. I'm not going to work on it further.
2: Yeah, it's like I was saying, like, if, if telling somebody they're doing a joke that is bad or hacky is, is, is like telling them broccoli in their teeth. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not jealous of the broccoli. I just don't want you to have it in your teeth. Like, don't mistake my intentions here. And that's the same thing. And also, like, to me, it's just a professionalism thing of, like, realistically... Look, no one's gonna write 100% great stuff. Yeah, you write a bunch of crap, and some good stuff comes out of it. Having somebody help you root through the crap is very helpful? Because <laughs> you know? right? mm-hmm. you're not—you're you're so responsible for it, ultimately. You know, like you're gonna be standing here with these lights on you, and if you say something dumb, you're gonna look dumb.
3: And you're also gonna be saying it for a while, right? Yeah. And that's what my Nate Abshire story is. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, and this, Here's I mean, the thing. This is, this
0: is a safe place, Emily. We all have a Nate Abshire. <laughs> it's fine.
3: And I think this is how this, this happened because I was telling Brian Miller about this two days ago. Uh, that I remember when Nate Abshire had <laughs> originally started telling me he was going to say this joke and develop the joke, and I went, "I don't, I don't really care about it. I don't think it says anything. It's not unique, or there was just it was kind of blah." And he, this is years ago. He started telling it. it. It does work. It's great. He still tells it now, years later, and you hear about it. You hear, like, when Nate Abshire's name comes up on the phone, <laughs> People, people reference that joke, and you're like, I right, still, like, you're still telling it, and the last uh, time he told it, I had heard about it, and I went, and I said, I know it's gonna hurt your feelings, but you need to drop this joke. And it's like, please do it. And he got so mad. Like,
0: ooh. So, so, so how were... Had you been drinking that night when you told him? I
3: had not. And, I, and knowing Nate Abshire, um, <laughs> he... You have to... You have to approach... At least with that. I went in very calmly and tried to very nicely do it because I knew how he was gonna take it. And... He seemed to take it okay, and then two days later was not happy with it. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. But I, that's also an opinion I value if Nate Hapshire came up to me and said, stop telling that joke. Like, I might be defensive at first. I might be like, oh, come on, but it does well. But I do value that in people. Like, the the value of people telling you sometimes what you don't want to hear is... It's valuable because people don't do it for you,
1: and yeah. that's just—I've said that uh, on my whole time. So, so you heard people talking about him doing the joke. Was it in a good way or a bad way? Oh,
3: in a, I'm not going to in a good way. What am I going to say? Stop doing that joke? Yeah. Well,
1: well, no, yeah, no, that, that wasn't clear. I thought you you, oh. you were saying that you you know that it was almost like a T-shirt line that the line was was so popular in certain no. circuits that that he could have turned it into a T-shirt. So, exactly. so other comics are saying, "Can you believe what he's doing?" It's
3: always yeah. It's. It, that joke always came up with like an eye roll like or like a somewhat of a mocking right. retelling of it. Right. Um, and I was like, it's old. You're a different comic now. You're a better comic than you were. I remember when you tried to write it. You're a better comic. Just... It's
2: okay to let it go. Yeah. I was, I was talking to an open mic one time about a joke and I was kind of urging them not to do it. And, and they said, yeah, but it gets laughs. It's not hacky. It gets laughs. And I said, no, no. The nature of hack is that it gets laughs. Like, the, the yeah. people, it, it wouldn't exist if it didn't get laughs. It's a bad joke that gets a laugh that people won't let go of.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it, it wouldn't be hacky if it didn't get a laugh because we would have died on the vine. Right.
3: Isn't to say we all don't have jokes that we hate. Even if you thought you were like super original four years ago, now I look back, I'm like I hate all those jokes, and I I roll my eyes when I tell them on stage. Oh,
2: yeah, I've seen some of my old videos Mm -hmm. ago. I can't believe I used like my stupid Harry Potter Rachel Maddow lesbian joke is the Mm -hmm. hackiest crap. No, bring that back. I hate that joke, and uh, Chad Daniels talked me out of doing that on my Ferguson set, and I'm really glad he did. And Mm -hmm. he did it in a nice, gentle way. It was not a jerky way at all. But he was. What was the joke? Oh, and my opening line was when I very first started comedy was, uh, oh gosh, I don't remember how I used to say he it. It uh, looked like I looked Rachel like Maddow had a baby with No, it looked like Rachel, Rachel Maddow going to a Halloween party dressed as Harry Potter. Okay. Um, just a super hacky sure. intro. Line. You know, it was, it was early on, and, but that was one of my first jokes. So it would, you know, yeah. you're, you're desperate for that first laugh at the beginning. Yeah. And then I, I told Chad, well, I always do that at the beginning of a sentence, it always goes well. And he said, just ask yourself, you know, just start to think in five years, are you going to be glad that that's on that tape? And I thought about it and I was like I'll take his advice on that and sure enough five years later thank God <laughs> you know and I'm sure that's something I'm doing now that five years from now I look back and I'm like right. really I was doing that
3: without on, a doubt man. without yeah. a doubt but
2: you have to hope you evolve out of your old jokes in a way mm-hmm. right like that's the idea
3: I feel it's it sucks when you're the comic being told listen maybe this isn't the best one But we're all going to be in that position eventually. Someone is going to tell you something. And it's... I don't know. Maybe I'm just too pessimistic and maybe I'm mean. (laughs) And maybe I... Maybe all my theories are wrong. But I'm sure there's something in my act now that... Ugh, it's going to...
2: Oh, I, I think that's
1: inevitable. Something you can sell to Nate Abshire. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know you what know the funny, the ironic thing is, probably the one thing I've never actually had to say to the actual, the real Nate Abshire is, that joke is an, is, is unoriginal, you know? I <laughs> mean, the real Nate Abshire is a really weird, good act. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one complaint I've never had about that guy. It's right. like, yeah, oh, it's really funny. No, the absolutely. real Nate Abshire. But we will continue to use his name as our fill-in name, necessarily. <laughs>
0: You don't start being nice now.
2: No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> well, he's gonna murder me. I don't know if you saw it open mic on Monday. I genuinely I asked the crowd to please keep an eye on the curtain behind me, and if they saw any movement, to tell me because I genuinely thought he was gonna try to come up behind me and do I don't know what. <laughs> but I know there's an opening in the curtain behind me. Oh,
1: uh, now
3: here. we're all on the list.
1: Thanks for am us join you. <laughs> And here's the thing, I would have deserved it. They're gonna they're gonna go into Nate Apture's apartment, and there's gonna be pictures of all of us.
2: <laughs>
3: Which hairdo is he gonna pick for Tim Sloan? <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's gonna accidentally kill a guy with dreadlocks. <laughs> He's gonna
0: kill Nick the bartender. <laughs> it's good thing the photos in black and white. <laughs> um, is there any what? Um, what was I gonna ask? The, I heard there was an after after party. I just want to have one more question about Sunday. How, how late did all you guys? Uh... There was a, there. there see, there was a there was a,
1: a, an after party, and then there was an after after party. And, and uh, that, that got a little ugly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lewis finally said,
2: "Okay, people, it's time." Oh, really? Yeah, it was not. Emily and I both agreed. In retrospect, it was a good time to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Uh, as soon as we got in the cab, it was like heading home, and it was like, I cannot wait to go home and go to sleep. I think you <laughs>
3: know, I do think I could have stayed here a little while longer, the, for a second location to move to another location. Yeah, it, it was, was going. It was idea. going
1: to an after after. Yeah, I'm, I'm not built party. for that, is that right? Is that yeah. right? i it right? yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm not built really for that after...
2: anymore. You know? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, I'm a married guy. The only reason, for the most part, to stay out really late is hoping you're going to hook up with somebody. Right. Once you take that possibility away, it's like, well, now I'm just going to be drunk until five o'clock the next day. That right. is
3: not why women are out late at all. <laughs> like,
2: that's, what, that's why men are out really. I late. know,
3: but that's really weird. Like I've never even been like, well, if I go to another location, maybe.
2: <laughs> no, no,
1: but that's yeah. That's the way. That's the way we think. Unfortunately.
3: don't doubt it. (laughs) 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 But it also doesn't occur in a female's And the
1: the sad part, the sad reality is, is it happens enough to make us think it's going to happen again.
3: Why? Why are there so many failures that you continue to do this? Because at least, I I won't speak for all women, in my mind, if I'm looking to hook up with someone, I've decided generally that's going to happen before I go out, and then it's,
2: but you're absolutely right. And then it's but, not... a, but sometimes, you, sometimes like the Cubs, you have a come from behind victory and you right. didn't expect to, and, and you right. get a home run.
3: After 108 and years, and you guys after are After 108 like, years, no, Netflix. exactly.
2: But like, like you said, it happens just enough so that you keep doing that. You, you think, well, I'll we'll give it another whirl. And basically, if you have a milk bone in your pocket, and you just had just happen to have a milk
1: bone in your pocket and and you you so take it out and give it to the dog <laughs> you give it to the dog um yeah i
2: guess it is isn't it? <laughs> the dog but we're the dog in this one by the way yeah, okay, yeah okay. You, give okay. right. the, you give it to
1: the dog you give it to the dog every time you see that dog he's going to be focused on your pocket yeah he's like and, maybe and, and, there's a milk bone in there never do it again you might never do it again but that entire dog's life every time he sees you he's going to he's going to he's going to be nuzzling that pocket hoping that there's hoping there's a milk really yeah even
3: if, do- even if that dog even if even if, you're, even, if if you're, it, even if
0: it's not it's his favorite it's, it's, flavor of milk bone <laughs> well, exactly
1: it, even if it's a, if it's a milk bone <laughs> a I generic milk
2: bone I was still a friend that I didn't realize one of the great parts of being married is I like, just there's so much time I haven't wasted because I haven't yeah. done the thing where I don't really want to go out or whatever but well right. we gotta keep going it's like no I go to a party I have fun I go home I see my wife I go to bed and I get up and I work the next day I can get up at 9am and do something you know mm-hmm. I used to was plenty of nights in Chicago when I was single where you're you know it's like oh man we went to, we didn't didn't work out so we went to the 4am bar and then we closed that down and now I'm too drunk to do anything until you know whatever Yep. so no it's nice I to be have, stable and
3: there, I like it. I feel like there is some truth if you don't even have the milk bone men will men come back around this. no no no, 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 no like, I
0: think it's a good analogy it's
3: not even yeah because right, it, wor-
0: it works out because just often enough just enough. Uh, Just off. What was the? Was it Dumb and Dumber? Where it's like you're it's like, telling me there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, a chance, yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 that's exactly what it yeah. is. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Just yeah. logically, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. I
2: mean,
1: maybe... no, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's you're unquestionably right. Mm-hmm. But but uh, you, you are you are sober and not a guy.
2: Yeah, it's like Chris Rock said the thing about. Uh, it's an old joke, this, but it's always been true about like most women have already decided whether or not they're going to sleep with you, and you talking is only going to ruin
3: it. Yes. Oh, yes. You can talk yourself out oh, of yes. it, and
2: not
0: into it, probably. Oh, yes. What's the okay? What's the easiest way a guy can talk his way out of uh, Ooh, you question. being interested?
3: I voted for Trump. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh.
0: Uh, all right, second most. <laughs> Um, I love Lord of the
3: Rings. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can go down that path too. You and I have
2: very strong feelings about that.
3: I hate Lord of the Rings. That too. Uh, oh, I mean, I can go. I can go with t- Tinder or like oh, anything on Tinder or Bumble anything. If you are overtly sexual right away, it's never going to happen. Like you will never. I I don't know. That is that is now such a turn off. Like before, I used to kind of just be a shrug off, and now I'm just like, oh, get away from me, like at least pretend to be interested in me as a person.
2: (laughs) Well, the Tinder's already cut down on so much of the actual conversing anyway. The idea that you don't even have the patience for a five-text exchange before you get into the dick pics and the nakedness. Mm -hmm. You used to have to go to dinner and a movie and drive someone somewhere, and now you're rendezvousing with an already pseudo-agreement to maybe fool
3: around. That's what what I... such a good way to put that. Wow. That's what my... It's my newest joke about how I. What are you talking about? You, you have to convince women you're not a murderer when you online date. Like I would welcome a murderer because at least he's gonna take me somewhere. He's gonna <laughs> yeah? he's gonna plan something. He's had this plan for a while, and you just <laughs> want to have sex with me? No, like I. I yeah, a murderer's like, like you want to go to dinner secluded. Want to go to dinner secluded? What an area, seventy five miles outside town at two a.m. I'd be like, absolutely. That guy makes plans. <laughs> like...
2: Yeah, complaining about that theater is like complaining romantic. that your, your, yeah. your TiVo doesn't fast-forward through the commercials as fast as you would like it to. It's like, yeah, but up until just recently, you had to watch all the commercials. <laughs> I don't already, remember that. You've already expedited the process so much. Don't complain.
3: Yeah, there, I mean, yeah, there are multiple things, but it, it is kind of like a switch where you're like, he's kind of cute, and like maybe you're like deciding, like maybe he's cute, maybe like I'm like, what do I like, what do I dislike, and then all of a sudden he'll say something, and you're like, that's over. That's just over. It is like a switch. Like
2: no, nope. I think I'd be screwed if I was single now because I don't speak that language. So I would be like, "Do you guys, do you want to go out sometime and have dinner?" And I think I think it would not go over well with most women. I think they'd be like, "What? Well, who's this weirdo?" I
3: would be I would be confused because you even asked me to dinner. Yeah, and no, I, no, like, I look is, like Andy Griffith. At this what point. is wrong with you that you actually want to spend time with me? <laughs> you must be crazy. Like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but that's the weird dichotomy I feel like of how it is right now, where. I do want to be asked to dinner, but once you ask me to dinner, I'd be like, I
2: th- you, like, I would feel What's like Mitt on. Romney trying to buy ecstasy at a rave. <laughs> that's how I would feel, trying to, like, get a date at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, even if you really want that ecstasy, no one's going to believe you, and everyone's going to be suspicious of your hair. Yeah.
3: But, I, I, and it's probably just where I'm at right now, just, like, dating-wise, but it's kind of like... You told me when I, when I was, oh, maybe it wasn't you. Oh, man. where this guy keeps sure. texting me that he I made. can't, yeah, I was an uh, answer, <laughs> That I can't believe he keeps texting me. And someone goes, maybe he actually likes you. And I was like, that's not it. <laughs> There's no way that's it. Like, if you, right now, it's so bad. Like, if you actually want to date me, I'm like, good luck. Like, you better be so into breakthrough whatever sculpture, like, whatever whatever wall I have up. Because I'm just waiting for you to send me a dick pic and ruin it. Like, it's not gonna... What a bummer. That just was. <laughs> that came out real. You guys, all three of you just stared at me like, oh, geez, what's wrong?
0: We are, do, uh, I have a... When you've, you know, as a comedian, travel, like, you've mentioned twi- twinder. So shows how cool I am. <laughs> Tinder, um... You just threw that up to impress your wife, didn't you? I don't, I don't even know I don't how to spell it. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> just you, baby. Um, <laughs> Do people use it differently? Like, you moved recently,
3: right? I did move recently.
0: Do people use it differently in different parts of the country? Are they more aggressive one place, or...
3: Um... All the
0: same? Guys all the same everywhere?
3: Yeah, you know what? For how done I am with apps, I rarely even open it anymore. Like, I'm on... I don't have a Tinder account anymore. I'm on Bumble, but I rarely open it. When I moved to New York, I did, because I was like, I bet there's a lot of guys here, like, cute guys. But it was just... It was more creeps and more, because there's just so many more people that yeah. the volume of average was just, and, like, what you don't like was just exponential, so I haven't really opened it since.
0: How about the pictures, uh, do you judge, I'm sure you judge it, like, the pictures that people use on stuff like that?
3: Uh, like, so- oh,
0: you're a douchebag automatically, just from this picture, Yeah, right? uh,
3: yeah, if you, uh, if you have a photo of you on or next to your motorcycle. Okay. Headshots? Headshots, swipe left. Yeah, um, holding a fish or something. Mm. Uh, it's probably my own. I'm sure it's not. What's wrong with that? Every guy in the Midwest is holding up a fish. Or it's. A I think it's deer. not. It's not that you
2: <laughs> fish. It's that you would choose that picture of you holding that and fish, that, which is a Freudian symbol, by the way.
3: And now I feel like you're unoriginal. Trumpy? Also, like
2: fish, fish, fishes, and neckties are big phallic symbols in Freudian. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Sure. Uh, I'm trying also. Trying to show you how big their fish is. I mean, sure. And it, I mean, it's just like original. Like what you see so many times. Uh, if you're if you're opening a button-down shirt and you have a Superman shirt underneath and you're looking up, like oh my god, Done was that one? People do that all the time. <laughs> Jeez.
1: All the time.
3: The other one is a Marty McFly uh, Halloween costume, and I'm just like, nope. Come up with an original costume. Do you not realize how many people have mm. been Marty McFly? And it's always the same picture where he's looking at his watch. Those are ones that I I'm just See
2: now I I gotta be single so I can claim all that Christopher Lloyd pussy (laughs) 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 No one's ever said that sentence In the entire world (laughs) Not even Christopher Lloyd with all his money It
3: is Those are things I just like Photo wise And I also realize how much I judge you on your name (laughs) Interesting Where I'm like oh I'm not dating anyone with that name
2: (laughs) That's where you're really judging their parents I guess so. <laughs> yeah, their upbringing. But. My sister just named her baby, and uh, there was some de- definite debate among the, like, there was some concern among the family that it might turn out to be a weird name. It turned out, it turned out fine. Turned out fine. Named her daughter Blake, which I think is great. Blake? Yeah. I like that. Okay. Strong name. Then a couple of alternates I was not so hot on, and uh, my stepdad was a little nervous. Nate Absher? Nate Absher. <laughs> <laughs> probably turn out he's the father of my, my niece. <laughs> <laughs> his pranks have extended far beyond my scope. i <laughs> joined my
0: family in said at Thanksgiving with his shirt on a my picture on it. <laughs> I want to ask you, Emily, so you, uh, you moved to New York, right?
3: I did, yes. And
0: how was how it? How are things? Uh,
3: good
0: move? Happy about it?
3: I mean, uh, I do love the city, and I love uh, my roommates are fantastic. Like, I couldn't ask for a better living situation just... Like, I can't believe how lucky I've been with that. They're so great. Uh, I guess it's almost too good because sometimes I don't even want to leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) The city can be a lot. But, and then, short on shows right now because I'm brand new. So if you're, for some reason, a New York comic (laughs) listening to this podcast, (laughs) please put me on your show. (laughs) Mostly um, Josh Gondelman. Hey, Josh Gondelman, can yeah. you get us on your show? I would like to be on your show.
0: Um,
2: so I don't...
1: Can like, uh, you talk to Nate I'm Sure.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. How does that... Okay, how does that work? So, you, like, right now, you're, you're, like, going to open mics and just trying to find some... Yeah, or? and, like,
3: just trying to meet people. And there's so many comics there that you can, you can introduce yourself, and then you're introducing yourself again two weeks later because... No one's going to remember your face. Okay. Not for a long time. I mean, yeah. You,
2: and you've actually done pretty well pretty fast comparatively. I mean, most people move, and it's like a reset button for a year. Yeah. At I least think... you're Is it? Totally Okay. No I don't know anything about this so. You have to have a ton of credits to go to New York and have anybody even remotely care.
3: Yeah. And okay. I think I've been lucky, because I do have some credits, and I can send those tapes, and I think I get put on shows faster than other people would, or get paid attention to a little more. But it's... Yeah. And I think it's even picking up now, but... It's just slow, and that's just what it's gonna be. Yeah. So
0: Was there? What was the? Was there a main thing that pushed you to? You were living in Chicago. Yeah. You know, what? What got you to move?
3: I just. It's just where you go to be the best comic. I think you can be like, and it's just like being surrounded by it. And there is like once I think you break in, there's so much more stage time than there was in Chicago. Mm. Um,
1: good stage time.
3: Good stage time, and like yeah, at clubs like quality sessions with audiences, it's not just performing for other comics mm-hmm. and then i think the other thing like, really, i really i do want a writing job and that's where i think you have to kind of go to get a writing job okay. i guess i could have stayed in chicago and submitted from there but
2: your odds are better things, your yeah. odds are but you're just you're upping your odds of a lot of
0: things yeah i would say you know you're have, a, have you ever thought about moving out of town No, i don't want you to leave brian but Move, what, no you i mean i bought a house out. yeah I, I don't
2: really want to move. I would split my time, potentially, depending. hmm Something I'd be willing to do, but I don't really want to leave.
3: But there is a lot of allure to even, like, moving to New York. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to afford property. Like, there's a lot.
2: There's yeah, like, I own a house, and it's great, and the idea of, of paying more than I'm paying now to have a little box versus having a nice, comfortable house in a yard. I really like having a house in
0: a yard. You're, damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Um, we should uh, put a bow on this here. Tim is still doing shows this week. Yep, yeah, I'll he'll, be here. I'll be here, be here all, all week. see you all week here at Acme. Uh, Brian, where's we're people, uh, the people. podcast?
2: Yeah, Rule of Three podcast, and uh, I'm going to be on the, I uh, I've been Bismarck in uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, a little theater, and then uh, my next week on the books here at Acme is Crash and Burn. Cool. First week of April, right?
1: Yep, yep. Uh, first full week of April. Yes.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Do you have... Do you have all the names already for the? I have all the brain? names. I, I have not announced yet. I,
1: I've already announced Brian. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show. So. Okay, yeah.
0: So, but you so have the other two.
1: Have the other. And two. I'm excited about the other two. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a great show. I think. Okay. Newbies. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, it's all new. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, Emily has already staked out the first return.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I, every time I see Tim, I'm like, I'm gonna do it again.
0: <laughs> How about you, Emily?
3: Um, I have shows if people are booking me on their shows in New York. So whoever listening to this, mm-hmm. I'll be on your show when you put me on it. It's, no, that's pretty much it. Um, I will be at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase uh, next weekend. Oh, nice! It's, it's
0: supposed to be a great room. It's a great room. Yeah, it is. I've heard nothing great. It's a
3: great room. room. Awesome. Anything else? We we nailed it, right? That's it. All right.